Today on Ranger Command Power Hour. Hey Ranger Command Power Hour, this is Deadpool Ranger from Twitter. Just want to say thanks again for the awesome David Fielding autograph picture. Can't wait to put it with the rest of my collectibles. Also just want to say I love the show. You guys have been doing an awesome job. I listen every time it comes out. I never miss an episode. I've been listening since the beginning. Truly an awesome show. Probably the only reason why I'm still watching Power Rangers is because of you guys and the awesome season of Downward Charge. But without you guys, I probably would not have made it through Super Mega Force. So thank you. Thank you very much. I also just want to say that you guys have actually really impacted my life. Without you guys, I wouldn't be doing the long box cast right now. It's become a staple in my life every week. It's something I look forward to. It truly makes me happy, so thank you. Well, I gotta get back to action, so... Deadpool, Ranger Power! Why is everybody a picture? Yeah. It's an audio podcast. My face is meant for radio. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. Oh, child, you have a face for radio. So do I. But you have the voice for it, like I told you in listening. Oh, yeah, thanks. (laughs) Hey, 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 it's the Ranger Command Power Hour. Come on, this. Today on the Power Hour, episode 39, Rangers Talk Ranger Stop, recorded on April 10th, 2015. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four Eyed Radio Network. Sound Ranger up with your host. I'm Eric, also known as TrekkieB47. This episode is brought to you by Revenge Lover illustration and designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. Today, we have some special guests to talk all about the Ranger Stop Superhero Toy and Comic Con 3, which is November 13th through the 15th in Orlando, Florida. I'd like to introduce our guests. First, we have Michael Bioni. everybody. We've got Mike Valdez. Hello there. And we've got Jonathan Sepulveda. Hello. How are you all doing? Good. And last but certainly not least, we have Susan Matisse. Hey, y'all. How's it going? Welcome back to the show, Susan. Thank you. So, Ranger Stop. It is an epic convention that is going to be in November in Florida. Personally, I have not been to one, but I've heard a lot of great things about this convention. I'm looking forward to this one being my first Ranger Stop. Can you guys tell me a little bit about how this all came together? Yes, I can tell you guys about that. I grew up with this show, and I was a big collector since the beginning. Mm-hmm. It turned into me buying, selling you know, on eBay, Amazon, and at the conventions and stuff. And then I wanted to create an intimate Power Ranger-based show here on the East Coast where fans can get together, share their love for Power Rangers. It all started around the 20th anniversary when things really started to blow up in the convention scene and uh, with the collectors. How does one just go about creating a convention like this? Did you have any convention experience in terms of organizing something like this? How did you get that process started? Actually, my first convention that I set up at, I was 15 years old, so I was a vendor. And then the first convention I actually ran on my own, I was 25. It was like a toy and comic book convention. We didn't really have any guests at that point. Mm -hmm. I was down in Fort Lauderdale when I lived there. So I did that for five years, toy and comic shows. And then when I moved up to Orlando right around the 20th anniversary of Power Rangers, that's when I decided let's turn it into a, a ranger stop, a ranger event. It was always something I did since I was young. 
That's when Mike Valdez and Jonathan joined force with me and the lovely Susan. <laughs> I like that you use the word force there because, you know, it, it wouldn't be Power Rangers if force wasn't in some <laughs> form. Exactly. Uh, right? But, yeah, expanding upon that a little bit, yeah, I've been a con goer for pretty much a, a good portion of my adult life and going, mm-hmm. been doing cons probably 15 years now, going to different conventions and stuff as an attendee behind the scenes. I've gotten his press before. I, I've done every facet of a convention scene at some point in time as something different. I actually heard about Mikey doing Ranger Stop through a mutual friend of ours, and he got us connected. We met up. We just started talking. Obviously, we shared a love of Power Rangers and a passion for it. And I was actually in in the process of filming and working on a documentary series that is still going on on my YouTube channel. And I had actually approached him about filming and capturing the experience of the convention for this documentary series. But it evolved into Mm. something more than that. I mean, we found that we had a lot more in common goals. It just started off as one thing and it just really evolved into something else. It just started off as being like, hey, you know, I just want to cover it, maybe speak to some of the guests, this, that, or the other. Then I just ended up getting more and more involved as we got to know each other better. And I guess... You could say the rest is history from there. I mean, um, right. we've been doing this now going on three years uh, and, and we're just, you know, working to improve the show and, you know, just give something to the fans that share the same passion we do for something that is near and dear to our hearts. For me to add on to that, fun fact for you guys, I was uh, Mikey's number one customer for some time. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. I used to buy a lot of Power Ranger toys from him and we actually bumped into each other and one of our local cons here in Florida. That's actually when we both first met Karen Ashley and Steve Cardenas. And we basically became very good friends from there on out. But Unlike Mikey and John, what attracts me to these conventions is the Rangers. I go because of the Rangers. You really won't find me at a convention unless there's any Ranger activity there. That's a true fan right there. Yeah. Represent, son. That's keeping like me and Johnny Depp movies. <laughs> Johnny Depp ain't in it. I don't care. Susan's so like, I ain't doing it. I ain't going. Mm. I ain't going. Uh-uh. I ain't going. Mm. Can you tell me about the past two Ranger Stops? What was the first one like? What was successful about the past two that now we're doing a third one? Not many conventions reach three years. You know, some fizzle out. It's only the really good ones that keep going for this long. Wow, man. That's pretty much true, especially in a city like Orlando, that the convention scene is very... um, Competitive? Not just competitive. (laughs) It definitely is. I want to say that the convention scene, I think, now more than ever, is more saturated than it's ever been. Mm -hmm. There's conventions everywhere. I don't think that's just Florida. That's nationwide. But especially the thing about Florida is it's it's such a touristy state, especially Mm -hmm. Central Florida. There's tons of conventions that go on here, man. Orlando especially. There's all types of anime conventions comic book conventions, even small one-day shows, Florida Anime Experience, Anime Festival Orlando, shows like that just all over it. And the reason I think, this is just me, and, and I'm sure Mikey and Valdez probably have more or less the same idea or they probably have a different opinion on it, but I think the reason why Ranger Stop has been able to go on a little bit longer, not fizzled out, not that I'm saying none of these other shows that I mentioned have fizzled out, right. why, why some other shows have fizzled out beforehand is because it's very niche. It's not the typical, oh, it's another comic book convention. There's no reason I should go to that. You've seen one, you've seen them all. With this, it's very mm-hmm. niche. It's to a particular fan base. So I think that's part of the draw on it because it's Power Rangers. It's also Tokusatsu, which I think is something that is really starting to come to the forefront now in in terms of interest for people. Before it was anime, you know, anime, once that became mainstream, that was it. I don't think Toku's there just yet. I don't think it's to the same point as anime, but I think that's going to be the next thing, though. That's going to be the next Japanese pop cultural thing that transitions over into the mainstream here. It already kind of has with Power Rangers in a sense. 
but still right. not to that level anime has. Yeah, and I think what's interesting now that we're starting to see, even just this year, now we're getting the Japanese guests from Sentai and, and Tokusatsu, like at Lexington, the Zoo Ranger cast, people from Ultraman. I think the balance is really starting to tip for fans of that genre for more guests. And, you know, now this year we've got Shout Factory release first licensed Sentai series with Zoo Ranger. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the trend is, is definitely growing with Toku. Oh, yeah, it's, it's definitely picking up, man. And I'm pretty sure I read this somewhere, but apparently they have interest in, in actually releasing more of the Super Sentai mm-hmm. shows, the ones that we never got to see over here. Supposedly, they're, they're interested in bringing some of the pre-Ju-Ranger shows over here. So that's big, man. That's huge because it shows that, yeah, they obviously see that there is a market for it over here and that it's definitely growing. And I think that's also part of the reason why Ranger Stop has been able to persist is because of that. And as long as that continues, I think, obviously, Ranger Stop and, and maybe other kind of Toku related conventions are going to start popping up yeah definitely i think that's something new for fans and it, it keeps things interesting today at the show i bought the decker ranger dvd nice decided to add another guest from the spd series you know i have to polish up on it a lot of the reason why we are continuing to do ranger stop mm-hmm. because we have such amazing attendee feedback and response it has been tremendous, positive. It's just, it's wonderful, you know, to hear the attendees tell us what an amazing time they had. And that helps us keep moving forward, you know, and working hard on it. And also the Rangers are some of the nicest and best people to work with. That also helps. It seems like just from what I heard about the people who have gone to this convention, you guys do a great job of listening to attendee feedback guest suggestions, that kind of stuff. So there are cons out there that do that, but sometimes maybe conventions get too big and they don't necessarily listen to all that feedback. I think it's really cool that you guys take that into account. The audience is going to make or break you. You know, obviously, the less you listen, the more you break yourself. So they want to have a personal experience with the guest. And I think that when Mikey put the show together, that was definitely what was in mind. And we're always going to listen to what people have to say. That's the only way to make the show better. If you can't take any kind of criticism or any suggestions of how you're going to improve, especially if it's constructive, no reason not to take it. So. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was just remembering the uh, first night of setup for Ranger Stop 1. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't work specifically with the con. I generally work <laughs> with the guests. And myself and Melanie had gone down to work with um, Jason Font, who's a buddy of ours. They were setting up and everything. And people seemed a little a little frazzled. I'm like, okay, okay, all right. <laughs> Put that over there. Move this over here. No, you can't do that. Do this this way. It all got ironed out. I guess I've been to so many different conventions and worked in the convention so many times that where I'm just like, okay, this is, th- this is not going to work this way, but this will work this way. So let's do it this way kind of thing so yeah uh, it was a little bit stressful i think poor mikey was going gray but uh, it all got done it all got done and everything came out wonderfully and last year was an amazing amount of growth from the first year to the second year and i'm sure this year will be the same way it's going to be interesting and exciting to see how uh, ranger stop three comes off Right. Speaking of this year, first I want to mention that you guys on your webpage, you've listed a convention tour of different conventions you'll be at. I already met you guys at Lexington, yep. where you had a great booth set up. I was like, oh my God, all the stuff that, <laughs> all the merchandise. I was like, oh my God, my wallet. <laughs> and it 
was great just to have that feedback, to reach out to fans at other conventions. I think that's great. It looks like, I know, John, you were talking about numerous conventions in Florida. Just from the listing on, on your guys' page, it seems like you're hitting up every con from in Florida from now until <laughs> November. Oh, definitely. But we are looking for a lot more great conventions outside the state of Florida. So if anyone mm-hmm. has any suggestions, share them with us. That would be wonderful. Lexington is, of course, at the top of our list for outside of Florida. PMC, we did that one last year. We're looking for some in Texas, Pennsylvania. We'll go wherever the Rangers are and the demand for Power Rangers and Power Ranger toys. We'll be there. Yeah, we like to bring a piece of the show with us, so to speak. That's why Mikey started the whole uh, Ranger Stop on the go thing, just to kind of give people a taste of what Ranger Stop is about. I think that's a great idea. I really like that mobile convention concept. Our next location for Ranger Stop on the go will be June 25th through the 28th at the Florida Supercon in Miami. So we're working on a couple Ranger guests at that show. Very cool. Also, you guys will be at Dragon Con in Atlanta, right? Yes, in Dragon Con. Uh, is that Labor Day weekend? I believe so. Yes, but It always is. That, that's a huge one. I've heard a lot of great things about that show, too. Hopefully you guys get a ton of exposure there, too. Now, what can congoers expect this year in terms of events? There'll definitely be a, a dealer's room where people can pick up a diverse array of merchandise, whether it be Toku toy-related or otherwise. I mean, uh, we also get some vendors in there that bring comic books, of course, too. Anything that having to do with geekdom, I guess you could say. But we'll have run-of-the-mill stuff you get at conventions like panels. We'll have panels there. We take a lot of fan submissions for panels because we know that a lot of people like to express their love of Toku. We're definitely open to hosting those panels if people want to host a panel for something. Whether it be, it doesn't necessarily even have to be Toku-related. It could be anything. We're open to suggestions, but we do fan panel and we also do ranger panels, of course. And as you know, Susan also likes to run a panel. Uh, her It's more than a panel. It's an experience. Oh, yes. Experience. The infamous After Dark panel. Yes. yes. Which we cannot tell you what happened that. No, no, no. What happens in After Dark stays in After Dark. But yes, we had an excellent one at Lexington. Oh my god, that was <laughs> that was my second one and it definitely topped 2013 Lexcons After Dark. I mean, that was Oh yeah. This year was amazing. It was, it was. It all goes down to the mix of people that we have to invite because mm-hmm. we don't invite everybody, all the guests that are there because it's just not some people's cup of tea. And I understand that. That's fine. I even tell a lot of the people that I'm inviting to the panel, just fans, when I'm working, you know, Austin's booth or whoever's booth, I'm like, you know, you're coming to the After Dark panel, right? You're not easily <laughs> offended, are you? Because if you are, this is not the panel for you. It's going to be interesting. We're going to have to see now, because we have kind of some unknowns at this mm. con. I've never had an SPD member at any of these. Ah. And our ladies, Catherine and Nakia, they fall into that not my cup of tea category so and you know god bless them that's fine i mean that's cool i completely understand so we're gonna have to see there's still more guests to be announced if everybody is game it could be really interesting we'll just have to see a couple of them that i know uh one has been announced and one has not they don't do a lot of cons they're pretty much you know con virgins and this panel will scare them (laughs) i'm not doing that to them i mean i'll invite them i'll be like look you are more than welcome to come, but you know, they're going to be sitting there looking like a deer in headlights. I can just see it now. So uh, we'll, we'll see, but I think we should be able to put together a good panel if, if everybody's up for it. So we'll see. I personally would like to see Melody Perkins in that panel. 
I see. I have not met her, so I don't know what her personality is like. If she can hang, she's welcome. You know, kind of like Karen Ashley. That's my girl. You know, she's she's in there. Uh, Aaron Cahill, she can hang. She's in there. Oh yeah. You know, no problem with them. <laughs> uh, some of the other ladies are a little. Mm, um, <laughs> I don't think so. Susan, so, I can tell you, you'll have about close to twenty people to choose from. Ooh. Oh well, good. You know, I think I think some of the. <laughs> From what I know of the SPD folks, from what I've oh, gathered of their personalities, I think Matty Austin would be awesome. That's I, you know, I was just thinking yeah. the exact same. He thing. would be awesome. Brandon, I think he's kind oh, of he, laid back, he, but I I know the personality's there. Yeah, I mean, he's laid back, but I can tell he's got some good humor there. Oh yeah, some oh yeah, stories. just just by stuff that he posts on Twitter yeah. and stuff, Mister Chocolate Jesus, you know. So. <laughs> I think he would be wonderful. We'll definitely have to ask him. I'm not sure about the girls. I don't know them. Mm-hmm. I think Monica May. Judging by her character, she would be awesome. But I don't know her personally. So we'll see. Well, I saw her 10 years ago at uh, Yomacon, which was their first convention. And they're all really cool. They're all really funny. Oh, cool. So I think they'd be amazing to be on the After Dark Well, see, it's great when you have people that were on the show together so they can tell stories on each other. Oh, yeah. You know, like, for instance, if Font had been at Lexington. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the stories that Dan was telling. Um, yeah, that would have been interesting. I would have loved that. But, you know, maybe next year. Can you tell us a little bit? Because you guys have a uh, VIP experience. Can you tell us what's involved with that? With the VIPs, we pretty much give them the VIP treatment. So you can pick up your tickets early. We give you first seat into all the panels. We give you a baggie full of goodies. This this year you're going to get a vip ranger stop t-shirt and then of course there's the uh, saturday night dinner which is very popular which we advertised eight to twelve guests at the dinner and we had 15 of our 16 oh, wow. guests that and the ranger stop vip dinner this year we already put our vip tickets on sale and within the first month we sold one third of our tickets before we even had put them on sale a, a year previous. It's a very popular event. If you are a Ranger fan, you definitely want to be a Ranger Stop VIP. This VIP dinner is not your slice of pizza with a Coke. <laughs> no, no, you get food, real food, real, yeah. food. real food, which people going to conventions should eat. <laughs> eat that real food. Yes, and we do have a cash bar there, which is optional if you're interested in drinks. Which helps out because the eighteen and up panel happens a <laughs> few hours later, an hour later. So, oh yes, you always want them to be at least a little lit, not not <laughs> not to the wind, but you know, a little bit just to loosen them up a little. Particularly ones that haven't done it before cuz they're coming in like, what am I getting myself into? <laughs> I know we've been talking a, a lot about the guests, but what is the current guest list? Can we just go down the list right now? We have for returning guests, we have Steve Cardenas, Nikia Burris, and Catherine Sutherland, and then Christopher Cayman Lee. Chris, yeah. his first time coming, Christopher Kamen Lee, Melody Perkins will also be joining us for the uh, first time. Obviously, the SPD cast, their first time with us. Danny uh, Slavin and Rhett Fisher. First time. Yep, and the, yes. both their first times. Wow, that's pretty awesome. Ooh, seeing red, seeing red. <laughs> There's a lot of red there. The red or the better. That's that <laughs> Ranger Red Volution. You well, got that right, man. Well, Ranger actually, Red Volution. We have about two to three guests that will be announced in the next month and we're looking to book between 16 and 20 total so we're at 12 right now you can expect to be around 15 within a month with guest announcements 
So year one, we had six guests. Year two, we had 14 Rangers. And then we had Gem and Pizzazz from Gem and the Holograms. This year, we'll have close to 20 Power Ranger guests. It's going to be a, a great year. Well, one of our listeners, RJ, Anime Rudnack 96 he asked, how awesome is it to have the SPD cast reunion for the 10th anniversary? Amazing. And it's, for me, in my opinion, SPD is one of the best seasons in the franchise. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Oh, Especially during the Disney era. Mm-hmm. And actually, we're going to try to continue this trend from here on out and have full teams for our following shows. That would be amazing. I met all of the SPD guys except Matt Austin. So I'm really looking forward to this, especially as an SPD fan and 10-year anniversary. It's, it's going to be buttery, man. It's going to be buttery. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Absolutely. I love Matt. He's great. Yes, it's going to be very buttery. Very yeah. buttery. And you got to do the fingers in front of your face or it doesn't count. <laughs> like you, man. I like them all. Brandon's cool. He's very laid back and stuff. But I'm, I haven't met Matt Austin either. So I, I'm very much looking forward to meeting him and seeing how he is. And uh, like Susan said, if he does the After Dark panel, I'm very interested to see what he'll say and what he'll do. <laughs> like, I'm, that's the one that's got me like, I hope he definitely ends up doing that because I think he would be a hoot. Absolutely. So is there any special things planned since this is a cast reunion? What do you guys have planned in terms of involved with the SPD cast? Well, me and Mike had spoken to a gentleman at Lexington, and he knows who I'm referring to, about... Uh, possibly making maybe something exclusive to add with the vip packages this year it's nothing set in stone just yet so we don't really Mm -hmm. can't we don't really want to reveal it because it's it's not anything we want to get anybody's hopes up yet but if we're able to do it it will be pretty freaking cool and it'll be something it'll be something a little bit different than what people have been used to from other shows that have had certain exclusive items Mm. most i could say about it we like to be pretty freaking cool so we will work our hardest (laughs) on making that happen (laughs) exactly we're gonna do whatever we can but the idea has always been to look and see all right this convention's doing that let's do something completely different and not out of spite or anything like that but just just to add a different i guess a different flavor to the show so people can see that it's a show it's not a carbon copy of another show it's a show with its own personality one can look at it say yeah it's a show inspired by another one but we're not looking to be a carbon copy of any other show i think that's what is great about ranger stop because yeah pmc that's the big one on the west coast but pretty much half the nation can go there because of the travel distance and all that stuff i think ranger stop is a great option for people on the east coast and the midwest who necessarily can't make it to another convention yeah absolutely and i know that was part of mikey's idea behind it as well when he was planning the show is is giving people an alternative because yeah you know tickets to cali man they they expensive son Mm -hmm. (laughs) they expensive so that definitely factored into choice to proceed with the show and again yeah just giving people an option but not again just not an option that is just like watered down's version or poor man's version of something else but more like again like i said our own show with its own personality and we got universal studios across the street how cool is that yes holy cow universal across the street disney right down the street and then all the ranger guests you just can't beat it we got theme parks for days son yeah you do (laughs) i might have to plan a couple extra days oh yeah you gotta partake (laughs) oh my gosh that's such a great location for you guys too and you've been there at that location all three years correct the first year we were at the double tree right next door oh okay. holiday in this year and last year 
Yeah, so we've essentially been in the same area for, yes, for, mm-hmm. for, for all three years. So it's definitely a place that people that have come to before, they're familiar with already. So it's, for the time being, yeah, I guess you could say that's it's been our home, that area. Because like Mikey said, yeah, literally we, for this year and for the year before, we just literally went right across the street. We are attached to TGI Fridays, and that is where everybody ate for three days. Yes, every <laughs> day. So, be and like Starbucks right down the street. Within walking distance. Oh, I, I needed that oh, coffee God. at Lexington. Oh, God. <laughs> a Starbucks fanatics, you know, it's just right there. <laughs> hook me up an IV. <laughs> we have a special announcement. Ranger Stomp is letting us exclusively announce this new guest. Susan, why don't you introduce the newest guest for Ranger Stomp? All right. Well, you may know him as Virgil from Devil May Cry. Or Kenshi from Mortal Kombat Legacy. But I think most of you listening to this show will know him as Eric Myers, the Quantum Ranger from Power Rangers Time Force. So Mr. Professional Badass himself, Dan Southworth. How you guys doing? Glad to be here. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, Dan. Uh, thank you very much for having me back. So how has it been coming back to the con scene? I know recently you've done Lexington last month and last weekend you did WonderCon in California. So What's this whole experience been like getting back into it and getting in touch with the fans? Gee, I don't know where to begin. First of all, thanks to Susan, it's been pretty easy jumping back in. She's made it a very efficient and uh, painless process, so I can say that. Secondly, it's always good to get out and get a chance to meet the people that enjoy the work that you do because it reminds you that you... You actually are pretty good at what you do. Sometimes we get lost in the rat race out here with our head down and we're trucking along and just working as hard as we can. And you forget that because you've always got your your eye on the brass ring, sort of whatever that may be. It's always the next step that you're you're working towards. And you forget that to enjoy and, and appreciate the fact that you've been able to do the stuff that you've done so far to get you where you're at and uh, the, fans mm-hmm. remind, the fans remind you of that. That always makes it a very pleasant experience. That's what's really nice about getting back there and doing the cons and that's what, what it's been like so far actually doing the conventions and people who, um, who sometimes to the point of insanity enjoy what you do. <laughs> <laughs> Recently, this was after our interview with you, Dan, it was announced that Devil May Cry 4 is being remastered. So, so can you tell us a, a bit about, if you can, what's your involvement in that? Is there new voice recording, new mocap? What's the level of process there for yeah. this reboot? So I did go in to do um, a session for Devil May Cry 4. There is some new lines, some new dialogue added. I thought I saw some new CGI, I'm sorry, uh, motion capture that was added as well, which may mean that there are some extra scenes that they shot somewhere else and then they had me voice voice those scenes over very very small little more like vignettes uh, at the most okay. as best as I can remember I mean mostly I rattled off different takes on a list of lines and you know I do so much of this stuff that I can't remember if I was actually voicing stuff to a motion capture video that I saw, if it was stuff that I'd already done before, I can't remember. I think I just did the, the lines for the game. Because basically they've added the character back into gameplay. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they've allowed you to play the character as a choice of characters. They, they've made a choice of characters to play. And so they added a bunch of taunts and, and new takes on some of the older lines and perhaps some new lines as well when, when he does his attacks. Now, I've been hearing 
maybe some rumblings. I, I know you kind of teased it on our show before a little bit, something that Ranger fans might really get a kick out of. Is there any development? Currently, I'm working on a project called uh, Full Power. That's the working title with a uh, business partner of mine. And uh, we think it's going to be something that the Ranger fandom will enjoy quite a bit. There's a lot of nice little Easter eggs that we have planned to, to put into the teaser, as well as the series, if we can get the series off the ground. But the toughest part of producing anything is getting it in, in the door for network execs to take a look at um, and mm-hmm. the showrunners. So we have to produce the trailer first, and we're looking for a VFX partner that wants to get involved as a producer. So anybody out there who knows anybody that perhaps wants to get involved and produce a show with us, we would love to take a look at your work and consider working with you. We have one company right now that is excited to work with us. They are at the moment busy wrapping up the visual effects they did on Hunted, the movie that I just finished in Romania. So we're going to give them, you know, first pass because we we reached out to them first and Mm -hmm. rated what they do. But we have a feeling they may be a little too busy to uh, to come in and work with us. So we're looking for somebody that, that wants to come and work with us on this trailer. It's a four-minute trailer. And then we'll hopefully be able to take this and pitch it to some place like Netflix or Amazon, see if they're interested in producing the show. And if they are, then the upshot of having come aboard as a producer is that, you know, that's the VFX house that will take care of our VFX, of course if we can get the show going, and uh, that's our plan. That's what I'm working on. I can't say, I can't actually say that (laughs) it might actually get done. There's a a lot of hurdles that we have to uh, negotiate and obstacles we have in in our path at the moment that we have to sort of uh, reconcile uh, with and issues we have solved before we can actually get this thing produced. And then once it's produced and edited and put together, you know, then actually getting somebody to want to, put money into it is a whole a whole other can of worms so it's a very long Mm -hmm. process but it's it is what i'm working on in the meantime just sort of making people aware of it sort of will prime the pump for when we do actually have something to show and we hope that um we'll get millions of likes and that'll allow us to walk in the door and say hey we've got this thing we did it's four minutes long and there's millions of likes and hits for it so um that's a good indication that we should make this as a show you know, that that would sort of have the, the process. If we were able to produce something that suddenly got a lot of likes, and when you're hitting up around, you know, 50, 60 million likes for anything, and I think most of us know this, and then, then it's quite easy to walk into the door of any producing, uh, any, any network or studio, and, and go, look, you know, this, this is some hot material. You know, then there's the question of some networks may not want to touch the material if it's already been out there, if they haven't had a chance to launch it first and put their mm-hmm. marketing brand on it. So, you know, there's always the potential that we find somebody that really likes what we're doing and they say, no, don't put it up on Facebook or YouTube just yet. And that's a long way down the road. All right. At least the, the gears are in motion. The gears are in motion. We're working on something. You always kind of have to be working on something just to keep your momentum up and constantly productive. Aside from that, we're working on a zombie Western uh, feature film. Uh, the script's already written. Our business plan is in place. We had an investor that was almost ready to go, but he only wanted to spend uh, around 750000 and we felt the movie needed to be made for around $2 million in order for it to be a decent film. Mm-hmm. So. So we both decided to go different ways. He was looking for a slasher film. We, our film is not quite a 
a slasher film. So uh, enough of accomplishment that we got some interest uh, from somebody that was ready to put close to a million dollars into it. I mean, that's a, that's a good sign. But that's, again, a project that uh, is just on, on another burner, sitting off to the side there, just, you know, simmering. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from that, I'm writing an independent film that, that I would love to shoot on the iPhone, just because. I'd love to put the whole production on the iPhone and the iPad and see what we can do. And I think it's a cool idea for an independent film, but that depends on how often I can get a chance to sit down and, and work on writing it in, in between how busy I am working on uh, the shows that I'm working on. Speaking of something simmering, you've always got a lot of stuff cooking, so to Me, speak. Me personally, you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think you have to. By the time you get to a place where you, you finally sort of hit on one of your projects mm-hmm. or hit on somebody else's and you've got some momentum going and suddenly the, the world is, who is this guy? You look at anybody that sort of pops onto the scene, you go, wow, who's this new guy or who's this new gal? And you can always look back into their history and find that they've been around for a very long time and at it for a very long time and a part of a lot of projects that may or may not have gone anywhere, right? Mike, Mikey, anything to say about your new guest? I just wanted to say personally, I'm very happy for you to be on board with us this year. And I always right love your work, man. Well, thank you very much. I really enjoyed working with you at Lexington. And so I'm looking forward to coming out there and seeing you guys in Florida. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was a blast. I actually, and Dan remembers this, I actually met Dan at AFO a couple years back. And it was actually due to an interview that we did when he was doing his uh, web series Divergence that right. actually mm. helped uh, boost my channel quite a bit. And uh, I don't know if oh, I ever told you that, Dan, but uh, I'm very grateful for that, and it definitely brought oh, awareness to the channel. So it was a pleasure to work with you again and connect with you again, and definitely looking forward to working on more stuff together in the future. And I'm glad, man, you decided to come to the show this year. It's it's going to be great. Got it, bud. Yeah, you're going to see yeah. that uh, the show is a very personal experience with the guests and the fans, and that's why they love it. Well, you'll see it firsthand when you come. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Dan, for joining us and, yep. and and being part of this new announcement. Great, thank you very much. So, so boy, is, right is there. The part where I is this the part where I break <laughs> some legs? What? what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you break ice yeah. and then you eat some chicken wings. <laughs> you take Hot so I, challenge. I, yeah, I break some chicken legs and then I eat some chicken. <laughs> okay, I got it. I got it. something like that. For sure. So come to Ranger Stop, or Dan's going to break some chicken legs. We, oh, we we're going we to get together. We're going to have a good time. We're going to work together. We're going to break some legs. <laughs> we're going to break bread. I'm sorry. I got my, got my metaphors mixed up there. <laughs> I think it'll be fun either way. <laughs> it was good breaking legs with you guys. <laughs> All right, Dan. Thanks again for being on. All right, you guys. Take care. Thanks, okay. Dan. Thanks. See you. Uh-huh. Have a good show. Bye. People are asking questions. I like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I, so I kind of I kind of put the feelers out there on Twitter, and we actually got a, a pretty fun question. So Charles Smith at BTVS fan underscore zero seven said, "If you were trapped on an island infested with monsters, which six rangers would you pick to come to your rescue?" <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's that's funny because we'll go with Ranger Stop One. We had six guests, so let's go with Nakia, Varese, Jason Font, Steven Skyler. Who else do we have? Alex Harvey, Najee, yeah, and yes, Alex, and Jason Narvi, who is not a ranger, but Narvi should be a ranger. 
Well, yes. you would. He should. Narvi. Narvi needs to ring her up. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, if, if my six man, that's definitely. Uh, you got to have a great leader at the helm, man. So of course, I got to go with. Got to go with the man. Got to go with Jason, the original Red Ranger. Got to go with the Quantum Ranger, next best Red Ranger ever. I mean, um, there you go. for Such the brains, <laughs> for the brains. I mean, it's kind of a toss up. This it would be hard. But you gotta have a smart guy there, so it'd either be Cam or Billy. But I, it probably it would probably be Billy. I guess you gotta have kind of a pretty one there to look at, right? Nah, <laughs> am I right? No, nah. you don't have to have chicks. <laughs> you don't have to have chicks. No, you you want a good fighting team well, or you I, want a cheerleader? Huh? Uh, you know, you, well, you know what? You could have both. You could have both. So you gotta have. Why not have Jen there, right? You, you gotta there have you one. go. Oh, yeah, the, there, there you go. go. Right. You gotta have a Smart. strong, a strong, a strong chick that could kick butt, but also also looks good in pink. So you gotta have Jen there. Yep. You know what? Just for the yeah, sake yeah, of it, two more. Just for the sake of it, just more. because he's unpredictable, I, I'd put Andros in there. Why not? You know what I mean? There Never go. know what that guy's gonna do. Put and him in there. Melody Perkins. <laughs> I guess you could put Melody Perkins in there, but you know you already got a Pink Ranger. You already got already yeah. got Jim. She can handle it. So I get. I would put Trini in there too, man. Trini is the Yellow Ranger, and uh, just put them all. Just have everyone at Ranger Stop just come in and <laughs> right. Why not? Why, why not have to do it, right? <laughs> oh goodness. You know what? I would have Bridge there just for no reason at all, other than to see the comedic or, relief. Yeah, just to see what random thing he would do. <laughs> yeah, you know, on a daily basis. I mean, how how can you? Uh, hey, this is buttery. I uh, do. That's sand. <laughs> it's like, what are you talking about? Butter? Huh? <laughs> He's hallucinating on the de- exactly. deserted island. <laughs> exactly. So th- those those would be my six right there. John, next weekend in Orlando, we're gonna do Toku Nation, and we're gonna watch some uh, Decca Ranger and some Toku SP. Nation? You mean Toku Cinema? Toku That's Nation right. something. Exactly you what I meant. <laughs> That's good. The heart, man. What are you thinking? Ripped out your heart. <laughs> yeah, the guys from Toku Nation. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're great guys. Um, but yeah, no, I do an event here. If anybody's out in Orlando, I, I run an event every month at Chibi's Boba here in Orlando, Florida, uh, called Toku Cinema, where we just get together. It's a free event. You know, there's no there's no paying for admission. We we do it at mm-hmm. Chibi's Boba. People just come out, hang out. It's gonna be. Next Saturday, which is the 18th, starts at 5.30 p.m. We're just going to get together watch some. So that's that's when this episode releases. So if you're listening to this in the morning and you're in Orlando, get your butt down there in the afternoon. Yes, <laughs> it's going to start at 5.30. It usually starts at 6, but it's going to start at 5.30 p.m. We're going to be watching episodes of Ultraman Nexus. We're going to be watching some Kamen Rider yes. Deno, uh, Takumi Sentai Go Busters. We're going to be watching... Uh, episodes of Gato and our feature presentation is not really a Toku movie, but it was a requested movie. We'll be watching the second Roroni Kenshin movie, Kyoto Inferno. So, oh, the live action? The live action movie, yeah. Nice. So we'll be we'll be watching that as the main feature of the night. So uh, if anybody's interested in coming out to that, they could check our Facebook page, Toku Cinema, you know, backslash Toku Cinema, or uh, check out the Toy Bounty Hunters page on Facebook, backslash Toy Bounty Hunters page, and uh, they can check out the event page there uh, with the time and the directions to Chibi's Boba in Orlando, Florida. Nice. Mikey, where can people find uh, Ranger Stop online? If you are on Facebook, rangerstop.com is our official fan page. Twitter is rangerstop underscore com, And then Instagram is rangerstop underscore convention. 
If anybody's interested in doing any panel submissions for Ranger Stop this mm-hmm. year, uh, they can contact me at Jonathan, J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N, at rangerstop.com. And that's also for anybody that's out there that's, that's listening to this as press. Uh, just go ahead and uh, send me an email. I'll let you know what the requirements are for press passes. Also, like I said, any panel ideas, just go ahead and submit them to me. And if there's a spot available, we'll, we'll get you in there. And you could contact me at Valdez at rangerstop.com for volunteer help or guest submissions. And then if you are an exhibitor, an artist, if you have any questions, you can contact Yami. That's Y-A-M-I at rangerstop.com. And if you have any further questions, you can contact me directly. That's Mikey at rangerstop.com. Great. And we'll have all of this on our show page in our link section. So anyone listening to this, if you're on the show page, just scroll down a bit and you'll find all this contact info there. Susan, where can people find you online? For my Twitter, it's Susie underscore Q underscore Matisse. And my Instagram is just Susie Q Matisse run all together. In honor of our new announced guest, you can find Dan (laughs) online. On Twitter at Dan underscore Southworth. Instagram is the same, Dan underscore Southworth. And his fan page on Facebook is backslash official Dan Southworth. Awesome. Well, I want to thank all of you for being on the show today. And thanks for giving us press access and also this exclusive guest announcement. Very appreciative. Thank you so much. And thank you for coming to Ranger Stop 3 for your very first Ranger <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, it's SPD. It's SPD 10 years. I can't miss that. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> it's an SPD emergency. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> it's a very buttery emergency. There you go. <laughs> and I tell butter. you, if the continuing guest announcements keep going the way they're going, that's going to be one heck of a forever red panel. Well, we, oh yeah, we definitely have some other ones in the works. Of course, mm-hmm. we can't we can't reveal them just yet. I mean, we have some big plans, and hopefully, if they could come into fruition, I, I think it's really going to surprise people and you know really seal the deal for people to come to the show. Uh, not if it is. It, I mean, it should already be a, a sealed <laughs> yeah. deal. I mean, come oh, on, yeah. even more so. Hopefully, if we could get these other guests done, I think people are going to be very pleased to see who we bring next. Oh yeah, interesting. Really looking forward to the convention. The time's going to fly by really fast. We got seven months, so oh, oh <laughs> that's nothing. It's like yeah. <laughs> It's like none. Mikey's like, only seven months? Oh, my God. I've got so much to do. Um, I have to go. I have work to do. He's got to go now. got to go. Uh, Eric, thanks for having us. You know, we Yeah, no problem. Um, honored to be on the show, of course. You know, we're, we're fans of the Ranger Command Power Hour. It's an honor for us to be on the show. We, and we really appreciate you giving us the, the time and the opportunity. Definitely, and thanks for the press access this year, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I remember, Eric, I used to chat with you on YouTube. I used to watch your reviews of the Xbox, the Star Trek stuff. That was good stuff, man. That's going a a little bit back. Yeah, but I get more listens here than than on my YouTube channel. (laughs) That's why I'm like, man, full in with the podcast. But I'm going to do some more reviews this year, so I'm going to get back into it. I I think I'm subscribed to your channel on... uh... On YouTube, it's the same as as your tag on Twitter, right? Oh yeah, mine's on there's uh, Toy Bounty Hunters. So yeah, Eric, you can do something with. Um, are any of your co-hosts coming with you to run your stop? That's 
undetermined at this time. I hope they can, but for right now, it's me. I'm going solo. I hope they can. All right, you need to get Dan back I in here and break some legs. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, right? Hashtag breaking legs with Dan. There you go. There you go. Imagine this thought process, okay? Yeah. He says that 6 o'clock is, is good for him. Okay, that's 8 o'clock my time, 9 o'clock your time. Okay, so we're going to start a half an hour earlier, so that's 7.30 my time, 8.30 your time. All right, so he still comes on at 6 his time, which is 8 here. So he wants me to send him a reminder two hours ahead, so that's 4 his time. Six, 6 o'clock my time. And so I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm about to have an aneurysm here. You almost need like an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah. Like, okay, which time yeah, is cause what? It's like, it's like, okay, because most of you guys are in the East Coast, are on Eastern time, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. And I'm Central I, time. I'm in, yeah, I'm Central. Okay, with so you, you and I are Central time. And then he's on Pacific. All we need now is somebody in the mountain time zone. Oh, oh, oh God. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm like, okay, now let's see. I just sent him a reminder at four o'clock, but that's six o'clock here. So, so that he he's on at six o'clock his time, which is eight o'clock here, which is nine o'clock. The, oh my god! So, yeah. <laughs> okay. What else did you have on the list, Eric? Let me pull up the email that was sent to me, and uh, <laughs> and I can do that. Give me just a second to pull it up here. Uh, I feel like a I feel like a student that was late to class. <laughs> <laughs> Dan is didn't, so didn't study. But it's okay, I can wing it. This is how I did it all through school. And I did... <laughs> <laughs> at, at some point in there, you, you should throw in uh, you know, something about breaking legs. That'd be nice. Oh, break, breaking legs. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's yes. been a running gag, so well, you may as well join in. <laughs> okay. Come see me, or I don't want to have to break legs or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll hunt you down. I tell you, I think the only time I've gotten starstruck, really... And I'm sure I probably would if I saw Johnny Depp, okay? But, you know, being that I haven't seen him yet. At the same time, we're sitting there in Montreal, and Sir Patrick Stewart walks into the room. You know? And I was just Whoa. like, oh, my God! Because <laughs> <You know? laughs> I could sit and listen to that man read the phone book. He just has that voice yeah. and that presence. But I'm just sitting there, and I'm trying not to stare. And I'm looking up and looking down, looking up, looking down, you know, trying not to be obvious. But I'm like, Patrick Stewart, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't normally get that way, but I was just like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah I'm I, like, eh, Austin, yeah, eh, whatever. You know, <laughs> you know, eh, so know. TC, make it so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, I mean, all the guys that I'm Engage. around all the time, it doesn't, they don't phase me. But, you know, somebody like that, yeah. Let us engage in conversation. <laughs> I love you guys. Group hug. I have a moment. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphing Grid at www.rangercommand.com. Follow us on Twitter at RangerCommandPH and like us on Facebook.com slash RangerCommandPowerHour. This is b 47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour and you are listening to the Four-Eyed Radio Network.
Ranger Command is now on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks 